Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The best late-night conservative talk show in America. Backhands Radio. And listen, there are no people better on the air to give you the best in conservative talk than Sackhead Sean and Sackhead Clant. Uh, and uh, we're working on immigration papers for a certain other guy who happens to work here, too. <laughs> for those who are tuning in around the world to the best in late-night conservative talk, Sackhead's Radio. And welcome to the Sackheads Radio Show live on the SHR Media Network. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. You're welcome. It being the February the 28th, last day of the month as we're sitting in a major storm out here. East Coast is getting a big nor'easter too. It's weird. It's all coming the end of February. March, in like a lion, out like a lamb. And uh, yeah, we're living it. It's starting to come down right now. We haven't had a lot of rain, snow, which is why BZ isn't here. Um, for those who've seen him, know, and if you've seen any of the early Christmas uh, claymation movies or TV shows, know yep. that he is abominable. Um, he yep. played it for years as the abominable snowman. Was delightful. Should have won awards. Um, amazing actor, BZ is. Yep. Um, and, and, and and just to be clear, that was the that was the uh, the the live action version. Right. Yeah. Well, no. So everyone else was claymation, but him. He was abominable. He was the abominable snowman. Um, of course, you remember Yukon Jack or Yukon Cornelius and throwing the yep. axe up and nothing. So uh, BZ is snowed in. Um, I think he was doing like a reunion filming up there, um, up the hill. And uh, we, we hope to get him back next week. Uh, uh, and, you know, it's not the same when BZ isn't here. And let me tell you why. Because nobody is here to referee us. So last week it got right. a little out of control. Right. Now, uh, well... <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> of course you do. Because you're an asshole. <laughs> I disagree that yeah. it was out of control. Oh, why? Why the fuck not? You know. You <laughs> know what? Hey, okay. Hang on a second here. This show has become pussified. I'm, it's not become because pussified. It's been pussified. We used to get into it a lot worse than that. I know. But because we've had a referee here, we've become civil. I don't think we've become civil. We have become more... C- BZ has single-handedly civilized this studio. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love BZ. BZ brings great, great stuff to the conversation. All I'm saying is it has become more civil. So that when we have a little tete-a-tete, it, uh, it seems like it's... A bigger issue than it really is. 
fucktard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I got to give BZ all the credit in the world because even though he snowed in, he is moderating the chat room for us uh, live at shrmedia.com. Click live chat. If you want to join the conversation, Mike's already in there. Viewer one and viewer two are in there. So if you want to know who the viewers are, you got to get in there and find out. Um, and he does say his hellos to you and everybody else. Out Hello. Hello. Um, and he's a oh, golf dogs just joined chat. He's a little upset uh, that we let the cat out of the bag about the, uh, um, the, the animation thing, but look, we don't like cats. Um, <laughs> that's not true. And so, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have dogs or cats? Uh, both right now, actually. Oh, damn it. I so, know. So, we, but so the cat kind of adopted me. We certainly wouldn't let a cat out of the bag. Yeah. But cats are cool. Cause they, they're predators. They kill shit. Well, and, and I got to say, the one that adopted me brings me dead rats on a fairly regular basis. Ooh. Does its job. Really? She, oh, we I, met, like like dead rats, like in the 1920s, like gangster kind of way? I'm not saying. Okay. I'm no, not no, saying. Yeah, no, you don't have to. Though I am convinced, because we're in Sacramento, that at one point, I'm going to open the door, and there's going to be a, a, a politician on the uh, in the cat's mouth just sitting there going, um, <laughs> this thing just dragged me down the street, and I don't even know why I'm here right now. I'm like, no, no, it's it's appropriate. I'll explain it to you later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's always a saying that I've always wondered about, letting the cat out of the bag. You, we've talked, like, occasionally we come up with where sayings come from, but it really does sum up, like, an explosive something, right? Because if you've ever yes. seen a cat, and imagine shoving a cat into some sort of a bag, that in itself would be a task, right? And hilarious. <laughs> Depending on who's doing it. Yeah, let's be honest. And hilarious. <laughs> and hilarious. Right? Then remove said cat from the bag and see how fun that is. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I, it, it really, like, personalizes a horrific image, right? <laughs> you yes. Just, you just see claws and teeth, and it's all bad. All bad. Uh, maybe it's Kevin DeLeon. It could very well have been Kevin DeLeon. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just the cat holding him by the hand. Like, well, I, I wasn't allowed How to How bat that. shit crazy is this straight? Diane fucking Feinstein is not liberal for us enough for us anymore. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> De Leon, do you realize that De Leon, that's not even his real name originally? What is it? I don't remember. Google it. <laughs> Google he it. had his fucking name changed so he could get the Hispanic vote in L.A. No. Yes. Are you shit? No. So I know you're telling the truth because I know <laughs> I know stuff like that. You you won't like you're not going to come out with it like, you know, uh, Wait, look into it because I, I want to see if I'm actually I, pull I'm pulling shit it up or right not. now. Keep pull going. it up. Pull it up. Diane Feinstein. The bane of the right. The, the 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 liberal bastion feminine is not liberal enough. She did not get the Democratic nomination. No. <laughs> Kevin De Leon. I know. By the way, his name is Kevin Leon. Oh. Kevin Alexander Leon is what he was born. Oh, and he became De Leon. Yeah, to get would, the fuck, I told you that would be like me putting a mix something in front of my name or an O. You know, I <laughs> to try I, to get the Irish vote. I in told you, <laughs> Jesus. That's like me, right? <laughs> no, because <laughs> nobody knows what a Portuguese. My is. name is De Clint. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, Sackhead De Clint. De Clint, <laughs> vote for me, Manuel. 
Jeez, Zach Hedman, man, not so well. I don't like. I don't. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Yeah. So California, welcome to the state where Nancy Pelosi isn't liberal enough. No, no, no. We need that for a bumper sticker. Oh my god. BZ, can we get a couple of those on a bumper sticker, please? I saw you have your own personalized license plate over there, so I didn't know uh, uh, if you could pull that off for us. Yeah, what a <laughs> fucked it's up a... situation. Really. All of this because we're talking about letting the cat out of the bag. Uh, this state deserves whatever the fuck it, it gets. I'll tell you what. It really does. It is, it it really is does. like a kid sticking a fork in a light socket. You can only say so many times, don't do that for you. Like, ah, fuck it, let him zap it. Well, well, he'll figure it out really quick when he gets. Sackhead's radio the- show does not condone kids sticking forks in uh, light sockets, nor do we want kids to stick forks in light sockets. But I am, and we all do everything about, we can to prohibit that. I am all about lessons being learned, <laughs> right? And I think that's the point you were trying <laughs> that to was make. The point I'm trying okay. to make. <laughs> I have never seen Sean allow a kid to put a fork in a light socket. I have personally seen Sean tell the kid, do not put the fork in the light socket and stop said child every single time. For the record. I believe your exact quote is, what's the bucket of water for? <laughs> and why are you spilling it at his feet? God. This is going to be another... Why are you standing on the table? You know, it's going to be... Uh, oh God. There's going to be another one of those things, right? <sighs> like, uh, How long was I the uh, uh, blatant bigot for? Years. Oh, you still are. Right. Yeah, you still are. And at some point, like, now I'm going to be coined as, like, the child endangering guy or some ridiculousness for this. <laughs> child endangering guy. <laughs> oh, Zach No. You know him. He constantly allows children to go running around jamming forks and light sockets. And satire is not anything that I've ever understood in my life. I'm going to say this one time. Given the current political situation... <laughs> In certain in certain yes. households, no, I know. <laughs> this, you're not doing yourself any favors, my friend. <laughs> and I can't save you from yourself, as even though I just tried, I personally say Sean never do. Yeah, but then you ask why I have the bucket of water at his feet. <laughs> well, I've never asked you that, Sean, because I knew why you put it there. I just wasn't going to tell all of our audience. <laughs> uh, 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 funny story you'll never believe who came to visit me last week. <laughs> just flash forward to next Wednesday. Got to knock on the door Thursday. Weird, right? Right. They may be there right now. You can't, you can't get a cop in Sacramento <laughs> right. for three hours for a felony in progress. Oh, my God. A violent felony in a progress. A violent felony in progress. And then they mark it down as a misdemeanor because they, they don't want their crime stats to, to look bad. The roof. You mentioned one bucket of water and the fucking SWAT team shows up. <laughs> <laughs> He's shoving cats in bags. He's threatening politicians with cats. I bet he has a gun too. He's got. He must have a gun. He's a lunatic. A uh. lunatic, I say. <laughs> did we go to CPAC? The answer is no. We did not go to CPAC. Is that one of those breathing apparatus yes. things for when you have? And I got. The, uh, I found the wipes the other day to clean them out. Right. Right. And apparently, there's a better way to do it. Oh, CPAC could have used to get cleaned out. Look, there's some wonderful people that speak and go to CPAC, and CPAC's an interesting and great event. Um, and we've talked in the years going, in the years past, and you know we may make a run at CPAC. 
I'm not downing CPAC. It's just not our crowd right now. And maybe, you know what? It is our crowd as far as the people that are there, but we're just loud. And I don't know if it's true, but I've heard in the past that some of the media who gets loud and rowdy is spoken to. And, you know, I've done enough detention in high school. Mm -hmm. I, I don't need to do it at CPAC after spending a whole bunch of money. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the information we were given is wrong, but, um, no, uh, golf dogs. To answer your chat out of uh, uh, answer your question out of chat, we did not go to CPAC this year. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe an election year. Maybe an election year will go. Look, uh, none of us have any love for the GOP here. Um, overall, as a party, individuals, yes. Policies, yes. Some, some. Um, you know, the GOP is going to fuck itself as soon as they run a primary against Trump, dude. God, yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of like, uh, I mean, when you say fuck yourself, I mean more like sit on a cactus, fuck yourself. Like, oh, oh yeah, bad. Like, like no lube. All bad. Yes. Um, so the GOP as a party, eh, not so much. Some of the GOP members, some of the Republicans, stuff, obviously, yes. Um, I, there's some good people that do some good work in there, and there's some other ones that are just hangers on and need to leave. Um, I think that's the biggest problem with the GOP right now is there's a lot of people that are hangers on and need to leave and they won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, it brings us into that conversation about Trump and what he's done to the GOP. He's really we can get into what we disagree with about him in a little bit, but he really has exposed a lot of these do nothing GOPers that need to get flushed out. And you know who they are because they're the ones who have been railing against him from the day he was elected and before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, we'll talk policy in here in a little bit, but overall, uh, Trump's been amazing for, I think, real conservatives because he's definitely, uh, um, draw- <laughs> he's definitely drawn some of the, uh, uh, rhinos out of the woodwork and, and really let them show themselves. So yeah, we'll, uh, maybe in a couple of years we'll go to the GOP, if it's worth it for us, maybe if there's some new blood in there and I'm not. I'm not shitting on CPAC. I'm not shitting on the people that go and cover it on none of that. It's just it's just not a type of crowd. We're a little loud, which is why we go to Freedom Fest. Because <laughs> we blend in there. Great. People love us. It's a wonderful event. We have fun. We can be loud and a little silly. And uh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, for right now, CPAC, eh, not so much. Oh, an unforgivable failure. It's time. And is it time we were having such a good time? Yeah, but this, you know what? The, uh, we talked about this before the show. This is one I bet you BZ is going to wish he was here for. Um, uh, he is. Fortunately, he's in chat. He is. If chat. he has a telephone, he can feel free to chime in. Oh, he could call if he wants. But I am. I am about to uh, watch his blood pressure. Um, his face is going to be like my shirt in about thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, BZ coronary in five, <laughs> four, four, three. three. So I uh, saw a report on uh, Fox News. Fox News learned that in the uh, critical moments um, at the uh, at the um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, the shooting in in, uh, in Florida, that there are reports now um, that a co- a commanding officer, uh, unknown rank, anything like that, ordered some of the initial first responders to quote unquote stage. And set up a quote-unquote perimeter um, outside instead of immediately ordering or allowing officers to rush in and neutralize the suspect. Um, the uh, shooter 
Mr. Mr. and I use that word very loosely, Cruz. So I want you to to, to just kind of give some background here, so our listeners who may or may not be familiar um, with with uh, uh, tactics in, in terms of responding to active shooters, Let, just give a little bit of background. Uh, Columbine, April uh, April twentieth, ninety nine, right? Um, Columbine really kind of brought the forefront uh, of uh, law enforcement response in terms of uh, active active shooter events, uh, particularly at school campuses. Uh, really, kind of uh, to the forefront of the of the discussion in this country about how law enforcement responds. It really wasn't standardized prior to that time. Um, and the standard response to a violent situation uh, was set up a perimeter around the crisis site and wait for a, a SWAT team. Uh, in the case of Columbine, it took 45 minutes from the time the initial 911 call came in until SWAT actually made entry into that location. Uh, the two individuals, uh, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, um, had uh, had committed uh, suicide, self-inflicted gunshot wounds um, by the time the officers were even in there. They were active for 17 minutes uh, in, in that, in that location, long, long time officers were, were already on scene at that time. Um, but at the time there was no standard, um, nationally accepted standard for active shooter response. And that was for the most part, the tactical, um, the, 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 uh, for major, major events, that was really the tactical kind of standard was, Hey, we set up a perimeter and that's what we have SWAT teams for. Uh, after Columbine, because it was at the time the deadliest school shooting and uh, uh, the discussions that were had about law enforcement, hey, we're, we're not going to wait for cops with guns ha- hanging around outside waiting for different cops with different guns to show up, right? Um, so uh, as a result of Columbine, there was kind of like a national uh, standard that was established for law enforcement. Nothing formal. I mean, they're, they're NTOA national tactical office association may have some stuff out there. Um, I know, I know Homeland security has done active shooter stuff and most, most agencies do active shooter stuff, but the national standard is pretty much, Hey, there's immediate action, uh, law enforcement personnel and the individual tactics may have changed a little bit from a, you know, four person diamond to, you know, whatever it is. Um, but the, the, the overriding theme of law enforcement response to active shooter events is is immediate action, uh, and it's whether two officers show up from from you know different agencies. The training is similar enough, and the action is 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 similar enough. The expectation is the same that you go in and deal with that. This has been around since '99, right? If there is an administrator or a commander or a deputy or an officer anywhere in this country. If you have a badge and carry a gun, I don't care if you're state, federal, local, tribal, what you are. Yeah. If you have the testicular fortitude to wear a badge and to carry a gun, the expectation of the citizenry, of me, of Sean, of our kids, of the general public is that you will go in and address that threat. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, then you better find another line of work. Uh, you you need to do some serious soul searching um, and figure out if this is uh, the job that you want to be in. Uh, now, I know it's it's easy to write talk big, right? But listen, that that's what the expectation is. Uh, you get a good paycheck, you get a good retirement, uh, not for what you do on a daily basis because you do have a hard job, and I'm very very thankful to the men and women uh, who protect our communities. 
but you get a really good paycheck and a good retirement in a lot of jurisdictions for what you may have to do. And that's one of those times. Um, if there is a commanding officer who did in fact order these individuals to um, hold or to stage, um, that individual, uh, in my humble opinion, that's criminal. Um, the deputies who obeyed that order also, you can disobey an order if that order is unlawful or immoral. Yes. And that is, again, what society's expectation is. You better make damn sure that it's unlawful or immoral. Pretty easy to say if some jackass is telling you to stage. And there's kids getting shot and, and there's killed. kids getting shot and killed. That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see an attorney for the one deputy who was who was hiding outside. Or outside. Um, his statement was that uh, deputy thought the shooting was outside. I can't say. I can't speak to that. Um, and I don't want to say that that deputy um, did think it was outside or didn't. Because, look, if the guy legitimately thought that the active shooter was outside and he staged outside to try and get a position and assess before moving on, I can't say that's wrong. If he if he actually thought it was outside. But if you have some other jackass telling you to stage outside, that tells me there's probably some information that it's going on inside. Um, if he didn't go into that school because he's a fucking coward, then totally different animal. And that is is completely unforgivable. So I have to ask myself, since it seems, and again, I'm saying this understanding that I was not there. I do not know the circumstances. I don't know what the officers saw or thought or heard as they rolled up on scene. Right. That being said, it seems to me the initial indications are that there is a systemic failure within that agency mm-hmm. because now we're getting reports that there is some sort of commanding officer in place um, in a position of authority yes. that gave orders that are directly contrary to what the national standard, what the expectation and, is. And it's not a small department. It's not. And the deputies, there's what, what one or two or three, a few deputies who were standing by outside. So that seems to me like maybe you have a training issue. Yes. Maybe your department doesn't take active shooters seriously. Oh, I'm sure the fucking elected sheriff gives a lot of lip service to it. Right. Right? But it doesn't seem like the reality It'll be serious now. is there. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so did was there initial training? Was there follow-up training? Did your officers receive regular training annually or whatever it is. And yes, I get that the legislature saddles law enforcement in a lot of different states with a lot of bullshit. Yes. I get it. But there are some things that you really cannot afford to skimp on the training, be it budgetary reasons, time constraints, whatever it is. An active shooter, active threat is one of those things. And I think that it seems like there is a systemic failure in this agency. Well, it's, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of money when it comes down to emotional training, right? The feel-good training, the this, the that, and how to interact with the community, et cetera, et cetera. Look, at the end of the day, law enforcement is needed most when people are dying at the hands of other people. And we we can talk about all the things that law enforcement has been saddled with over the last 20 years that was never a law enforcement issue before. Mm-hmm. All this extra mental health training and all this community outreach bullshit. And bo- oh, in California? <clears throat> Starting in, uh, what, what is it? I, I read the bill. Starting in like June or July, law enforcement is going to have to basically write a mini report for every public contact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think the service of of the cop? We are, we can't get a cop now from Sac PD if something's happening. Right. We have, the traffic in Sacramento is ridiculous in terms of how people drive. Yep. Because the cops won't even make a traffic stop because of, of the, the amount bullshit. of BS that goes with it. Right. right. It, it what is, do you think is going to happen now? Fatalities are going to go up. Mileage death rate is going to go up. Well, right. Crime is going to go. And it renders Holy shit. It renders cops feckless. Yes. Because they're so buried in paperwork that they're not out doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. Which is saving lives. Right. At the end of the day. You know what? I don't think the legislature wants them out there. Exactly. Because yeah. I think the legislature I in agree. the state of California really believes and the other cops states. are out there. Yes. Really believes that the cops are out there violating people's rights and that but, they're I, I really but we believe we go back that. to the active shooter conversation it, it of it's not just that, right? So right. There, there's you have to do. You don't things. have sheriffs, and I always think about the sheriff a couple of years ago when there was the guy that shot the cop and he took off into the woods. He was a Florida sheriff, not the same, not Broward. And the SWAT team went in and they shot him like sixty-two times, and he had a gun. And the news agency said, well, uh, "Sheriff, how come he was shot sixty-two times?" And he said, "Well, you know, with reloads and everything, that's all the bullets they really had right then." And everyone was blown away, and it's like, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with that statement. Nope. You, you take a cop, you take a shot at a cop, you get a shot six two times. Tough shit. Nobody gives a damn. The problem is now is there's so these elected sheriffs are so worried about reelection and public image, and all this other shit, and these politicians that are just blowhards, mm-hmm. they're removing law enforcement from their number one task, which is to enforce the law and protect lives and safety. Yes. And they're bogging them down. With everything that is a distraction, community outreach, community policing. Folks, community policing died in 1962 because communities died in the 60s. Community policing worked when people actually gave a shit about their neighbor, but more often than not, they don't. So therefore, community policing is an old, dead issue. But what they should be focused on, they're not. Training their officers to use force appropriately and when how to do a dynamic entry on a situation like this or how to do an, an actual uh, uh, situational understanding that, hey, there's still somebody shooting. Where is he? I don't know, but I can hear gunshots inside. So he's oh, not let's outside. go that way. Let's go that way. Right. Instead of, well, let's wait outside and see what the gunshot tracker says. No, no, no. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's I agree with you. I think that's more and more. That's just what they want. They don't want. Oh, God, there's that image of that guy, the cop getting beaten up by the guy or. The white cop was yelling at the black kid and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know what? Cops yell at people. Okay, how about how about in some of the freaking how about some of the freaking jurisdictions in, in California? Oh, uh, we we don't want to have it. We don't want to have an armored vehicle, right, Davis? What, what the fuck you mean? You don't want to have an armored vehicle? Armor is defensive in nature. We don't want tanks rolling through the street. That was the best. That was the best. And then it was three months later. Three months later, they were calling. I, that was my, I, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, does anybody have an armored vehicle? We have a situation. No, fuck you. Yeah, we do. You have to wait an hour for it. And that's exactly what happens. Oh, we, we, we want this given back. Give it back to the military. Yeah. Folks, it's been going on for years. When the military's done with equipment, they hand it down to law enforcement if it's suitable for law enforcement to have. And, um, Something um, that's armored and defensive with no offensive weapons is completely appropriate. Yeah, I, I don't think they were anybody was looking to mount a fucking turret on there with a no, with would. a with a <laughs> anyone in power that would get I, anyone I get in power it. that would actually get it done. <laughs> like a chain gun on that thing which Run would be for awesome. mayor, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, hear you loud and clear, brother. Right look, across the room. Look, I I I, mm, I think that this uh this is going to continue to be looked at. 
Um, but it, I, and yeah. we look at other stand downs recently that have been upheld, and, and BZ just pointed this out in the chat room. And golf says, "Is BZ going ballistic or what?" Yeah, oh yeah, are you kidding me? He's got stats in here, and it's just all BZ in the chat. Um, but <laughs> I, I wish he was here for this one. <laughs> you know, uh, San Jose PD and Berkeley during the Antifa riots told to stand down, and. Like you said, I understand. Yeah, this isn't a riot. Yeah. No, 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 no. But just the simple fact that stand downs. Period. Stand downs have been given in completely unlawful situations. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those events were unlawful and immoral to tell people to stand down and to follow that. In my opinion, as is this one. Yep. And it needs to be. And Golf City has five bucks that they were told to stand bucks. I'm not taking that bet. I don't want to lose. Um, look, I think. Sheriff Wait, what Israel, did he say? Five bucks that what? That they were told to stand down. I'm not taking that bet. It's a losing bet for me. <laughs> well, yeah, they obviously were, right? They were they told, were. told to set up a perimeter and wait. And look, Israel needs to go pound sand and resign um, one way or the other. He Israel needs to be investigated. Oh, yeah, but he needs to resign. That department needs to be investigated. Yeah, everything. You know what's funny is DOJ shows up anywhere where there's some sort of immoral use of force. What about the lack of using appropriate force? Like in this situation, You'll, yeah, that that'll never happen. I know. Um, what you know? What if Israel had come out and said, "You know what? That is absolutely unacceptable. My officers, my deputy, are trained to do this. If there was that failure, I am absolutely going to address it." Right. Fine. I mean, it's horrible, but at least it's addressing it yep. and dealing with it. We're like, no, that's not our standard. Look, here's our policy. Here's yep. our SOP. Yeah, right here. it's it's horrible. I, I, Has it, anybody, if, if true? Anyone if, have a copy of their SOP for active shooter? Don't know. If true, we're going to handle this. If it's not true, then we're going to take a look at all the facts and circumstances. There has to be an investigation pending. But we are going to look into this. Right. And here is my expectation as the sheriff of this county. Here is my expectation of my commanders. And here is my expectation of my deputies. And I'm going to personally be taking a very close look at whether my expectations were met. And, and yeah, it and doesn't it, appear so at this time. However, I have to keep an open mind in this investigation. I will do so out of fairness, both to the public and to my employees and nothing wrong with that statement. No, because it's appropriate. Yes. So, uh, oh, no, I'm looking for the specific. I know you're posting SOP, the specific SOP for uh, Broward County um, and what they use in their SOP. Uh, we're up against a break. When we come back, we talk about Trump and his response to mass shooters, some gun policies, and uh, proof that he may actually listen to the Sackheads Radio Show. All that and more right here. We'll be right back. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Hey, it's Sean from the Sackheads Radio Show. Also one of the owners here at the SHR Media Network. Are you opinionated? Have you ever wanted to do your own show? Have you ever heard somebody like the Sackheads and go, yeah, I could probably do that better? Well, now's your chance. Send me a five-minute clip at sackheadsradio at gmail.com, and maybe you can be part of the SHR Broadcasting Team. Sackheadsradio at gmail.com. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch River Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning.
human by race, Christian by faith, American by nationality, and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The right guy on SHR Media. Power brokers use corrupt politicians, deceptive Islam, and lies from establishment media to turn the once shining city on a hill into the city of the blind. What do the elites fear? One man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me at SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Spreaker, iTunes, and YouTube for a different kind of commentary on the unpleasant blind guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. Hello, I'm Tim Hart. I'm the guy BZ hires due to his shameless contract with the SHR Media Network. To voice his promos, he'd like me to tell you that the Bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon radio show can be found on SHR Media Network, Spreaker, and YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American media maggots won't. You'll find that the speech is free, but the drinks are not. There, in the saloon, just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ is sending his personal drones of freedom into the wheelhouses and ossicles of lovers of sovereignty and liberty nationally and globally. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, BZ swears that no rights were harmed in the making of this promo. This is Jersey Joe, host of the Reverb Common Sense, and you're listening to SHR Media. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. And welcome back to the Sackheads Radio Show live on the SHR Media Network. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, So a lot of things coming in. Actually, one of the questions I asked, and thank you, BZ, because you posted a Red State article, but it had a link to Politico. And they have the four-page active shooter SOP, allegedly, um, which was reviewed on 224, 226, uh, 2016, revised 314, 2016, rescinds the 11-1-2013 order, and is effective as of 328, 2016. Let's go down this list. According to Politico, and again, I'm using their, their source on this, but it seems to be a uh, uh, Factual. It seems to be the actual copy of it. Um, uh, active shooter of 4.37 of the standard operating procedure. 4.37.1 goes through the definitions of active shooter. Active shooter, one or more subjects. We all know what an active shooter is. Real-time intelligence. Deputies' personal observation of people fleeing, gunfire, etc. Provides awareness to an ongoing active shooter situation. That's item B. Item C, deputy response team. A deputy or a team of deputies who, while on scene, have real-time intelligence to make the decision to enter the area structure of the active shooter with the goal of stopping the threat. That's an interesting one. And I know you're up reading this right now. (laughs) Goes through the extrication team, uh, rescue task force, um, uh, the hot zone, the warm zone, the cold zone. Yeah, we're scrolling down, we're scrolling down. Um... 
if the real-time intelligence exists, the sole deputy team of deputies may enter the area, may, and are structured to preserve life. A supervisor's approval or on-site observation is not required. The deputy contact team will continue until one of the objectives are met. The subjects have been forced to surrender. They've been forced to barricade. Hostilities have been stopped or have been relieved by SWAT personnel. It then goes into the extrication team and the rescue team responsibilities. It says if the situation turns hostage or barricaded, the response team will contain, isolate, and communicate and wait for SWAT. Patrol supervisors and supervisor responsibility. Number one, patrol sergeant and supervisor's responsibility respond to the scene. Identified who entered the structure and where they entered. Summon additional resources, coordinate with inner and outer perimeters. Coordinate the inner and outer perimeter is number four. Incident commander responsibilities, which is usually the ranking officer until relieved. Establish a command post, ensure proper notifications, uh, establish CCP for fire rescue, establish staging area, establish evacuation or holding area for removed subjects, establish a PIO, public information officer, media staging area. Once the active shooter is stopped, the IC will ensure that SWAT searches the structure for secondary shooter and or dangerous traps. I can't believe that's number seven. And <laughs> that seems like that may want to get bumped up a little bit. As much as I can appreciate a, the need for a PIO, that could go down to number six. Um, and then it goes into the debriefing portion of it. And what was that? Oh, in the training. All sworn personnel up to the rank of colonel will attend an active shooter rescue training force uh, course that is provided by the training division of the Broward County Sheriff's Office. These standard operating procedures are considered law enforcement sensitive and may contain certain information that may be exempt under Florida public record law. Outside of public request, the information for the standard operating procedure manual must be directed to the Department of Law Enforcement for review, redaction, if necessary, prior to disclosure. So it seems pretty good. And right away, Clint, you and I brought up the uh, got to the May portion of it. If real-time intelligence exists, the sole deputy team of deputies may enter the area, not shall enter the area. Correct. Sorry, Correct. About, sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, correct. May, may enter the area. It's not even a should. Right. It's not even a should enter the area. May. And and I understand, I mean, a may, I really can't fathom why it would be a, yeah, yeah, you may do that. Oh, well, then you may also not do that, so then you're covered by policy. Right. And so this seems to be, again, a, a systemic or a, a departmental uh, failure, in my humble opinion. But what the hell do I know? Um, the the if, if the policy was worded should... I think that's a little more defensible uh, because you have a, a, an officer. Officers should enter and take this action. Well, there may be situations where that's not possible, right? right. If your entry points are are lined with explosive devices and maybe you can't get in there immediately right away, and they have to try and kind of maybe find an alternate way in, but they still have to make that attempt. Uh, I. I I don't. I find the wording of, of some of that um, interesting, but they still sh- they still require the training, the active shooter training. I didn't see in that policy, and I was up reading while you were kind of talking about it to our folks, but I didn't see anywhere in there that required any ongoing training. Maybe I, maybe I missed it, um, and we also don't know if that's actually their SOP or if somebody just put that up. I it would seem like it would be their their SOP, um, but by the way, Broward County is not like super liberal. 
Oh, ultra, uh, and this and this sheriff has is, is super liberal, right? It sounds like uber liberal. Um, Rumor has it that he's he's offering training to SWAT, uh, to mosques in order for them for firearms training, like an outreach style program. That's a rumor that I've heard. Hmm. Um, does he do it also to like the Catholic Church I, I, and the I don't know. Episcopal I wasn't there. Church? But I mean, you have to remember. Hey, maybe he's following suit because remember Miami was it in the seventies when they're having a series of rapes. They started to offer free guns classes for women, and rapes dropped through the floor. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> it worked, for God's sakes. Um, here's a couple statistics uh, uh, I think were pulled from this year BZ has posted 75% of the time when the solo officer goes into a scene that is still hot the officer has taken direct action against the attacker Um, I believe it is 62% of the time the officer shoots the attacker 13% of the officer subdues the attacker and the remaining 25% of the attacker is committing suicide so you know, all the evidence that we know and all the education that we know and all the training that we know through the history of active shooter, by the way, which is just more so in the last 25 years, and you can do some associations as to what's changed in the society over the last 25, 30 years that's, that's caused us to go up, and we'll get into that shortly. Um, but all, all signs go to the fact that uh, this is really a departmental issue. Now, once you throw the word may in, it now gives a supervisor defensible space to tell people to stand down because it's not a shall so he's not even violating the sop because the word may is in there tell tell bz does that make him a horrible supervisor if that's if this is what happened and he told him to stand down yeah yeah it does tell bz it's assembly bill number 953 Uh, okay hey bz it's just just assembly bill 953 just just in case he's not listening (laughs) my no, he's not listening. Just in case he's not listening. Just in case he took a break. Bless you. Bless you. I love the fact that you guys have phones, but I'm the messenger. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're running the boards, doy. Uh, You're driving this ship. I know. It's just funny to me. It's I'm like, simply navigating. Hey, ask Clint for this. Hey, tell BZ that. <laughs> hey, do this. I'm like, what the fuck am I look? What do I look like? Well. No, don't answer that question. I prefer. <laughs> Have you seen Weird Science? I prefer you not answer. I, uh, well, it was more. Just, uh, just don't answer. Uh, so this brings us. Uh, uh, the shooting brings us to, essentially today with Trump talking about. Uh, uh, Hang on. Oh God. I'm sorry. BZ's gonna love this. Oh Lord. Here we go. Okay, BZ. I'm just gonna read this to you real quick. So. Um... <laughs> This goes back to the bill. It does. Where officers, every single public contact, they have to write a report. Each each agency that employs 1,000 or more peace officers shall issue its first round of reports on or before April 1st, 2019. Uh, Each agency that employs 667 or more but less than 1,000 have a little more time. Uh, 334, more time. Less than 334, more time. But everybody in the state by 2023, is, so within the next five years, is going to have to do this. Reports shall include, at a minimum, the following information for each stop. One, time, date, and location of the stop. Number two, the reason for the stop. Number three, the result of the stop, such as no action, warning, citation, property seizure, arrest, etc. Number four, if a warning or citation was issued... 
the warning provided or violation cited. Five, if an arrest was made, the offense charged. Number six, the perceived race or ethnicity, gender, and approximate age of the person stopped, provided that the identification of these characteristics shall be based on the observation and perception of the peace officer making the stop, and the information shall not be requested from the person stopped. For motor vehicle stops, this paragraph only applies to the driver unless any actions specified under paragraph 7 apply in relation to a passenger, in which case the characteristics specified in this paragraph shall also be reported for him or her. I take umbrage with the fact that it's him or her because California now also has a no identity, right? Uh, Seven, actions taken by the peace officer during the stop, including but not limited to the following. This is all shit you're required to report for every fucking one. Okay. Whether the peace officer asked for consent to search, and if so, whether consent was provided. Whether the peace officer searched the person for any pro- or any property, and if so, the basis for the search and the type of contraband or evidence discovered, if any. Whether the peace officer seized any property, and if so, the type of property that was seized and the basis for seizing the property. C, uh, little c, that was big C, little c, if more than one peace officer performs a stop, only one officer is required to collect and report to the agency the information specified. State and local law enforcement agencies shall not report the name, address, social security number, or other unique personal identifying information of persons stopped, searched, or subjected to a property seizure for purposes of this section. The data reported shall be available to the public except for the badge number or other unique identifying information of the officer involved, which shall be released to the public only to the extent the release is permissible under state law. Uh, Basically, anybody can fucking get a cop's name or ID number anyways, so that paragraph is bullshit. It's actually mandatory if asked. Uh, Yeah, and then it, and then it, it goes on and on. Is BZ exploding in there yet? Uh, it, it, yeah. <laughs> is he? Yeah. <laughs> I wish he was here. Yeah. Oh, it's also it's a bad. It's also it's a bad. Basically, the officer is going to have to write a report for every stop, and this kind of was what I was talking about. It's going to retard. No matter what. It's going to retard their ability to function. That's appropriate. Basically, they're retarded. <laughs> Not just basically. Uh, okay, sorry, I digress. That's all right. But Let's- BZ wanted to know, so have fun. Yeah, there it all is, and that's going to get... I can't wait for that to come out on the bloviatingzeppelin.net. Uh, so we go to Trump responding. I, could, I just pictured BZ when I threw that out there, his head kind of cocks to the side. Well, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What intarnation do you speak of, Clint? And some other large, huge <laughs> words that most people don't use in modern history. But I'm going to say it, and then Sackhead Sean's going to look it up to see what the fuck it means. And then, be like, oh, yeah, no, I got it. I got it. I'm all caught up because he's a moron. Anywho, so we're talking uh, about the shooting. And then there's the fallout. Of, of course, we all know what the left does when there's a shooting. Yeah. And, uh,. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Trump had a meeting today with some GOP senators, and uh, I'm going to play the text, the uh, audio first. And then... You're going to play the text first? 
or the audio? And then we're going to go from there. So just flip me off. <laughs> a handgun at 18, 19, or 20. You have to wait till you're 21. But you can buy the, the gun, the weapon used in this horrible shooting at 18. Uh, you are going to decide. The people in this room, pretty much, are going to decide. But I would give very serious thought to it. I, I can say that the NRA is opposed to it. And I'm a fan of the NRA. I mean, there's no bigger fan. I, I'm a big fan of the NRA. They want to do it. These are great people. These are great patriots. They love our country. But that doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. It doesn't make sense that I have to wait till I'm 21 to get a handgun, but I can get this weapon at 18. I don't know. So I was just curious as to what you did in your bill. We, you don't address we didn't. We didn't address it as president. Look, I think you know we, why? Because you're afraid of the NRA, right? No, <laughs> no, the NRA five years ago. Yeah, it's, it's a big issue right now. A lot of people are talking about it. But a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid of that issue, raising the age for that weapon to 21. Okay, pause it real quick. Oh, it was over. That was it. A couple interesting so, things. So, yeah, I'll pause it. No, thank you, Sean. Uh, perfect timing. Um, did you notice how, because I think he was talking to another Republican yeah. there, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, Trump had interesting body language. He closed up. Uh, when he disagreed with that individual. Did you see that? Yeah. His arms crossed. He got really close in his body. Yeah, he doesn't language. like him. Uh, I don't know that he doesn't like him. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But he got closed up on that topic. Um, Here's my thought as he's talking about raising the age to, to 21. And, and look, if you want to raise the age to 21, I, I, I... If we have an 18-year-old who's able to serve in the military and protect this country and wield firearms in defense of this nation, Mm -hmm. then in my opinion, an Mm 18-year-old should be able to have firearms and wield firearms in defense of this nation as part of the informal militia as defined by the United States Code. Um, if, if If you're old enough to fight and die for this country utilizing a weapon, then you should be old enough to have a weapon uh in 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 uh as a private citizen yes and that that right now is age 18 yes now if you want to say well 18 year olds in the military who wield these rifles uh they're accounted for and they're trained perfect bring back the civilian marksmanship program let's do it let's train our young americans i agree let's have national training programs if you want to make it to where if you're 18 years old up until you're 21 if you're 18 years old you have to you have to go through training and show proficiency before you can purchase hey we can have that discussion all day long mm-hmm. if you want to make 21 the drop the the, the drop dead age for that but well, as long as somebody at 18 years old is able to fight and die for this country using a weapon... They should be able to carry said th- weapon. They should be able to carry well, said weapon. Well, and you also have to start distinguishing, like you said, I, I've always disagreed with the 18 or 16 for a rifle in some states, 18 for a rifle, and 21 for a handgun. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, it should be from birth. Right. You're either able or you're not able. It's absolutely ridiculous. So so do... do does there's a- no such... Th- I want to respond to something to golf in sure. chat room. Golf, there's no such thing as an assault weapon anyhow. There's I, not. I, I agree. The AR-15 is not an assault weapon because an assault weapon doesn't exist. That was a made-up terminology that liberals Correct. used to demonize a f- specific type of rifle. Correct. That's what it comes down to. Yes. And AR... It, I'm drinking out of my assault hydro flask. Yeah. And it's not... It doesn't stand for automatic rifle or any of the other ridiculous stupid AR things that people have come up with. It's the Armalite rifle number 15. Yes. And it was originally a civilian design. It was designed for civilians to hunt with prior to the military getting it and go, hey, we could use this as well. And we don't have to. It's fuck. We don't have the Second Amendment for hunting or sport shooting. I know. It's amazing. That is not the fucking purpose of it. It's amazing. 
Stop having the argument that they frame for us. Right. And stop engaging into it because it's absolutely fucking Jesus ridiculous. Christ. The, so, sorry. Cheese and rice. The the freaking <laughs> You like that one? We have the Second Amendment because the people are the militia. Mm-hmm. We have the Second Amendment because we do not have a trust of a standing military, and if there is an armed population, there cannot be an oppressive government. Right. That is why we have a Second Amendment. Right. It is not for sports shooting. It's not because, well, you don't need that to target practice or to shoot a deer. You're right. I don't have this to shoot a deer. Mm. I have this in case I need to defend my country or myself. But if the if the deer gets elected to office and then tries to re- oppress the citizenry of this country, then it's for a deer. Well, only if it's lawfully for a deer, right? Oh, okay. We're not just going to – we're right. not talking it's about not assassinating willing, the deer. Yeah, we're not going willy-nilly right. on the deer. Right. I, I, we're I, talking about, hey, the government – Right. Uh, the government – So the fact that we have to have that uh, fucking disclaimer right. every time we talk about it is yes. ridiculous. Yes. Because but that's mili- obviously not the co- point of the conversation. Correct. A military coup. Right. Right. Something of that nature. Or an attempted one. Or an attempted one. Even um, if it's a soft one. That's why the Second Amendment exists. And – Oh well, you know, it's a military style rifle. Yeah, damn right. Mm-hmm. In the Revolutionary War, the population was better armed than the military. Green riflemen. Yeah, I mean, the Green Mountain men. They had, they had rifles. It should have been called standard the green issue. Rif- standard issue weapon was a smoothbore uh, musket. Should have been called the Green Mo- Riflemen. They should have. That would have been kicked ass. The the, the rifle is a superior weapon system. Um, the populace should be better armed than the military. I, I mean, that's just the way it is. Times. We, we have, but let's go back. So, so let's get. I'm sorry. Let's go back to the 18. Right. Look, if you want to raise the age of military service to 21, okay. Now maybe we can start having a different discussion, right? But I, I, I come back to this: Does a 16 year old have a first maintain their First Amendment right? Absolutely. Do they maintain their their Fourth Amendment rights? Absolutely. Do they maintain their Fifth Amendment rights? Absolutely. Why the fuck don't they have their Second Amendment rights? Right. And then it becomes the discretion of the parent as the as the uh, 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 caretaker of that child to be like, yeah, no, I, I, I've trained my child appropriately. And all I'm doing is I'm safety. bringing up a point. So mm-hmm. before before anybody on the left is listening, saying, oh, my God, the sackheads are saying we should arm children. But, uh, well, if they had guns at that school, would that fucking jackass have got? No, I'm not saying we need to arm children. Hey, but you go to, because children but you go today. you go back into the 70s when kids used to bring shotguns and rifles to school oh, on a regular yeah, basis. Absolutely. How many school shootings were there? Yeah, zero. But but the, the mentality of children back then. I didn't then, make that up. No, did somebody yell at you in the chat? No, room? I just know that there's somebody yelling yeah. at their screen right now somewhere. If if the the mentality of children today are different than they were, I, I will grant that. Um, so do I want kids today running around armed? And of course I don't. Of course I don't want that. But I do bring up an interesting point, right? Why is it we can take some of their rights and, and not others? Well, I can understand they're a minor, so they have restricted rights to a certain extent. Okay, that's fair. Um, they're not property holders. They really don't have skin in the game. We can have that discussion for sure. I was just I was simply bringing up bringing up an, uh, a point that I think is interesting, uh, but raising the age, I think is and and uh, I understand the president why he's doing it. I, I really do, and politically it may be a smart thing to do, um, but well, I have problem with it for the reasons I stated. Well, and the other thing too is look, he's not coming out and saying that. Kids shouldn't have these guns per se. He's coming out and saying, look, there's two different things going on here. You have one set of rules for one set of guns and another set of rules for another set of guns. Okay, then bring the handgun age down to 18. Right. Why does he want to raise the age of, of well, rifles? But, uh, uh, right. 
And he's, well, he's saying he doesn't agree with the NRA, so he obviously believes that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you do in jurisdictions where to be a cop, you have to be 18 years old? Well, so it brings me back to the conversation of what is a legal adult? Because if you're going to change the... So up until the age of 18, your parents own your ass. Right. You don't have rights on some levels if Correct. you live in your parents' home. So your Second Correct. Amendment right can go out the window if your parents so say no. So can your First Amendment right. So, <laughs> believe me. Believe me. Uh, and fourth, actually, which is kind of a funny one. And, and, and actually third, which you wouldn't and, think so, but that's a long story I'll get and, into. And fifth. <laughs> there is no Tenth Amendment right. No. There's no due even process. The, There's no sixth. Even the 19th hurt a little bit. <laughs> and prohibition shit that's an effect (laughs) exactly (laughs) so anyhow we go back to the conversation of what is a legal adult well look if you're going to be a legal adult and we've had this conversation with alcohol and now you can have it with marijuana too if at the age of 18 you're a legal adult in the eyes of the government Mm -hmm. then you should be able to partake in whatever freedoms yes and or sins are legal yes i use the term sins loosely yes but you should be able to drink at 18 you should be able to now buy pot at 18 if you're in california states including gambling i should be able to go into a casino at the age of 18 or make it 21 yes and is there an argument to be had that 21 should be the legal age? Absolutely. I, I, I can, I, I, not just outside the gun argument, there's a lot of things that you could talk about. How many poor decisions 18-year-olds make about going to college and they strap themselves full of debt for 25 years because they decided to study lesbian interpretive dance. Which I am actually kind of a fan of. I'm not, I'm not saying lie. you're not bad. I look, I'm, right. not, I'm not no, going to lie. But, I am a really a fan of that. Right. But, but at the end of the day... Yeah, then maybe we, maybe you should be in high school till you're 21. Maybe we should change our whole structure. Sorry, you can't get a job. Yeah, you're no longer a kid. Hey, if you're 21, you can't date. You can date an 18 year old. So, so Trump and I know we're going to come back to this more after the. Oh, I have break. to. We have to. But, we have to. But, but, so I, I disagree with Trump wanting to move. You should the be age. 21 before you can eat a Tide Pod. Jesus. <laughs> I disagree, yes. I disagree with Trump wanting to move the age of pur- purchasing a long gun. To, to 21 i do too because i think it's ridiculous and i think he's doing it for political reasons and he he may he may think that that's a smart age because um their people are more mature to handle the weapon and i'm not disagreeing with that argument no because i agree with that argument at 21 years old you are more mature you are better uh, equipped to deal but with certain things however let's have the conversation about everything exactly everything needs yes. and look parents for all you parents that want to raise this gun age here's a little hint if you do this and you have to blanket it, your kids are at home to 21. Now, I know there are a lot of 28-year-olds in mom's basement as we speak because Gen X is, et cetera, right. And they're mad at me right now as we speak and they're yelling at their computer somewhere. But that's going to mean that you're not an adult till you're 21. So if we're going to have that conversation, you will dramatically change this country as a whole Oh yeah, for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. And, and you know. Age of, age of sexual consent. Yeah. Age of sexual consent. I, I mean, I, 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 top to bottom, hey, driving a car. Maybe you shouldn't be able to drive a car until you're 21. Look, statistically, right? Maybe you have like a restricted license until you're... No license. Why should you get a license? You... No, nah, because I think I like the permit process that's in place. I actually think California has a pretty decent, uh, except for the... Except for the, the, the five-year permit. Except for the criminal alien. Look, five-year or maybe one-year permit and four-year as, as a restricted license. Yeah. Right. Why do you need to be driving if you're under 21? You can't go drinking, partying, or anywhere at three in the morning anyhow. So why are you out driving? Unless you have a job permit. Right. You should have a job permit if you're out working. Um, but 
I think all of those things should be. Yeah. You know, or maybe you say, hey, you know what? Yeah, at 18, your parents are no longer responsible for you up to a certain degree, but you no. cannot do. No. Yeah, say age of adult, 21. Yeah, if you're going to be an adult, it's an adult. This isn't. But so this we can is say what age the, of sex, 18, but you're an adult the rest of the way when you're 21. I wouldn't even say that. I, I, that can be up to the state as to what age of consent is, right? But as far as acting like a full-blown, uh, grown-up, 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 a more adultier adult, mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, we do away with the 18 being the adulthood, and it's 21. I'm curious. Have, have there been any lawsuits... Uh, brought by anybody under the age of twenty-one who tried to, who wanted to purchase a handgun, probably, probably to, to challenge that law. Hey, but I don't know. How, it, I don't know how it's depends, not law on, depends on where that where it's been. I mean, look at how many people have, uh, have filed lawsuits to just a own a gun. Never mind under the age. Look at people in Chicago. How long did Heller take? Helen Heller. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're up against a break. We come back. We're going to go more into the reaction to the active shooter and some of this policy and some more of the policies that are being talked about right here on the Sackheads Radio Show Live on the SHR Media Network. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Featuring right thinking from a left brain and doing the job the American maggots won't. BZ is fundamentally changing America one diaper at a time. Just when safety pin manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, where the speech is free, but the drinks are not. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night, commencing at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific, where pushback is a requisite art form in and of itself. Let your ossicles be truly liberated when you listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon only on SHR Media Network. No ferrets were harmed in the making of this ad. When dirty politicians, shadow governments, and deceptive Islam blind the world with fake stream media smoke, their only fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through shrmedia.com, highplainstalkradio.com, and the Western Free Radio Network at Spreaker, YouTube, and iTunes for a different perspective weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Human by race. Christian by faith. American by nationality and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The right guy on SHR Media. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch River Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning.
In a world controlled by corrupt politicians, a team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless, hope to the hopeless, clues to the clueless. Sackheads Sean, Sackheads Clint, and Sackheads BZ. The Sackheads Radio Show, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern on shrmedia.com. Watch on YouTube, Facebook, and the High Plains Pundit Network. The best in late-night conservative talk, the Sackheads Radio Show, only on the SHR Media Network. Go ahead, I'll say it again. Some of the best A-roll is going to be B-roll. Like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I'm a freaking artist. I can't just come up with this shit off the top of my head. Are you freaking kidding me right now? Hey, hey, good point. Exactly right. Oh, God. Hey, this is Sackhead Clint, and I'm um, with Sackhead Sean, Sackhead BZ. No communists allowed on the SHR Media Network. Damn straight, mister. Back to the show. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. And welcome back to the Sackheads Radio Show, live in the SHR Media Network. Il Duce is in the chat room, second best newsman in the business. Danny Butcher joins us in the chat room. Thank you so much, Danny. So let's go back to the 21 comment and uh, conversation. Look, uh, parents are going to hate this, but if they change this, that you can't own a firearm to you 21, then everything, including graduating high school, being an adult, college, you name it, changes to 21. You are now a juvenile until you are 21 driving. Uh, high school, we'll add two years. Hey, all you leftists that want all this free college, we'll give you the first two years in public school, grades 13 and 14. And then at age 20, you have to take a mandatory one year off from school. And you can decide afterwards if you want to go back to college and you can pay for the last two years in your degree. Or work in the real world and see what it's like, or trade school, or whatever it is, or join the military. However, you can't do it at 18. You can't go in and get a ridiculous degree in some stupid thing that'll never make money at the age of 18, and then bitch and moan about the rest of society paying your college bills because you took underwater basket weaving. So let's change it. You want to change it to 21? 21 for fucking everything. Or 18 for everything. Go the other way with it. A fool and his money are soon are soon departed. Let's let's make it legal to gamble at eighteen. But these are conversations you have to ask. And like I said to Clint, because you were like, "Well, you could do you know you could have a permit where if you want." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no permits." Because now you give into the leftist dream of everything has its little loophole and its little caveat. Let's end this fucking conversation once and for all. It's twenty one for everything or nothing. Or it's 18 for everything or nothing. But stop throwing this political football around and throwing this number out that means bullshit. Look, there are plenty of 18-year-olds out there right now who are far more mature than people my age. Mm -hmm. And there are also horrific 18-year-olds out there. There are 17-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds. I remember Sackhead McKayler at, what, 16, being one of the most mature individuals I'd ever met in my life. Yep. But that doesn't mean that every 16-year-old is like that. And not every 20... Look, there are 21-year-olds out there right now robbing liquor stores and, and boosting dope. Age is a bullshit thing. Yep. And we all know that. It was all made up for arbitrary reasons. And I'm not saying that it, it should be 15. or Yeah, we have to decide as a society what we deem to be more safe. But look at uh, car insurance 
let's look at car insurance companies. When do you start paying really inexpensive car insurance? 25. Why? Because everyone under 25 drives like an asshole. Yeah. Well, you could easily argue that anyone who owns a gun under 25 could handle it like an asshole. That's not true. But car insurance, look, when it comes down to stats, numbers, and statistics, you're not going to beat a car insurance company. They do all those studies all year round because that's how they save money. And that's how they justify what they charge. And it's an option. You don't have a right to auto insurance. You Just like, you know, the right to drive a car. So they can do that. But their numbers are usually pretty goddamn accurate. So let's have the real conversation. You want to change it to 18? Fine. Everything goes to 18. Or 21? Fine. Everything goes to 21. Or 25, right? Maybe we're not mature enough as a society anymore. Maybe because society's been dumbed down so fucking much over the last 25, 30 years mm-hmm. that maybe until you're 25, 26, 27, you're not a grown up anymore. Maybe that needs to change. Because look, I, I can tell you right now, I know kids who were 22, 23 that I was growing up with that were had their shit squared away. I wasn't one of them. But there are other ones who at 25 are still morons, 30 still morons. Because society's been dumbed down. You look at what they're being taught in high school and what they're not being taught and what parents are doing and not doing. Everybody wins and you, all this ridiculousness, the trophy generation. We have to rethink it. We have to rethink it. If the voting age goes to 35, then everything should go to 35. Golf in the chat room said, I think voting should be 35. Then everything goes to 35. Then everything goes 35. You can't, you can't start having all these things move around. Yeah. You have to decide you're, when you are an adult in the eyes of the government, and when that happens, you are entitled to everything that any other adult is entitled to. I, look, I, I agree. It's your rights. Yes. You can't, you can't have, on one hand, you can't say, we believe in the Constitution and we all have fundamental rights, um, and then say, well, sometimes you have fundamental rights, and you get these rights when you turn this age, and then you get these rights if you turn this age, and then you get, uh, no, no, it doesn't work that way, right? You're, you're, you, you either are or you are not. Um, you are either a criminal and you can have rights taken away or you are not. You are either mentally uh, competent or you are not, in which case you have, you can, you may have rights taken away through due process. Mm -hmm. But uh, if, if you are an adult, then you have all of the rights and privileges of an adult, right? Does the constitution provide for different classes of citizens? No. I, so why is it if you're if you're an adult, why do we have different classes of adult citizens? And make no mistake about it, that's exactly what what it is. And I, the left right now, their head is exploding. But but hear me out on this: it's age discrimination. It's kind of is not. Yeah. Look, it's it's you have different classes. If you're a minor, you're a minor. Great. If you're a mentally disabled adult, you are a mentally disabled adult, and there is a process. Mm-hmm. If you are an adult, if you're 18 years old, yes, you're an adult. You can die for your country. You can go to war. You can you can vote. You can do all these things. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can vote, but you can't exercise your Second Amendment constitutional right. Well, you need to more be a more adultier adult. Right. Right. Oh, you, you whoa, 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 you're, you're an adult. You can make a decision to go fight and die for your country. You can make a decision for who's going to represent you. Can't buy a beer. You can't buy a beer. 
Right. You can't make a decision which beer to bike. You can't make a decision which gun to buy. You can't make a decision. You can exercise your right to vote, but you can't exercise your Second Amendment right. Uh, it, it's it's you can't have that. So you really have two classes of adults. You have the 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 tween adults, the the the, the adult juniors, ages eighteen to twenty to ages eighteen to twenty, and then you have the real adults, ages twenty one and above. When did that become okay? Yeah. And why is the president pushing this now? I disagree with him on it. I do too. Okay. What else do we, I know we have, it's 912. What about getting a woman more. pregnant? What's that? I mean, why don't you just need a permit now to get somebody pregnant? I mean, it's getting to that point. The left would actually like that. Yeah, they would love that. Some, some of them. And if you think we're joking, there are some that. But a woman's body's free. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? What? But you need a permit to do anything to that woman. Right. Right. And she has to assign the permit in, in, you know, in California. Right. Um, so anywho, Yeah. Or, or exactly. But and uh, Dan's got a good point. Mandatory age to die becomes 65. You're obsolete. Because <laughs> well, you, Twi- you start Twilight Zone episode. Right. Yes. The librarian. You start mentally deteriorating. Right. You could have that argument. You're mentally deteriorating to the point that maybe you're not making the same sound decisions as a 30 year old. So now you have to go into the care of your children or the state. Hey, or, or let's make let's let's make a more let's make a more realistic argument on that. Hey, once you hit the age of 65, we know that there's deterioration in your in muscular system, and so forth, all the other stuff, and maybe some of your mentally fac- faculties are going away. Logan's run. So now we start. Now we start decreasing the rights again so you gain rights and now maybe after the age of 65 you can no longer exercise your second amendment right again you can't be president so you can only buy a gun between the ages of 21 and 65 yeah then you have to give them all up then you have to give them all up yeah why should you be 38 to run for president with 37 to 38 it's 38 why 36 30 36 30 ish 36 it's 36 36, 36. to run for president yeah 36 24 36 anyhow what the um (laughs) see what i did Let's see what you did. The uh, <laughs> I would love to see that. Actually, <laughs> what? What? The say what now? It's thirty-five. I was corrected. Thirty-five. Thank you, BZ. Um, but the, in 35, 34, whatever. I mean, yeah, thirty-two, right, thirty-seven, yeah, whatever. Said, yeah, it's a little bit here and there. Anyhow, but that's enshrined in the Constitution, so I'm okay with that. But uh, so why not everything at thirty-five then? Because if you can't run this the country, Constitution specifically, but what I'm saying is, let's use that as the benchmark for the rest of being nah, an adult. I disagree. I disagree because the, the the founding fathers actually addressed that when they're talking about the ages they set and so forth, and and when they were when they were uh, crafting the Constitution. There's reasons they put those ages in place. I'm okay with that, but we're talking about exercising the rights, right? Something where the Constitution says everybody has these rights. If you're an adult. You should have these rights. I agree. You know, it's funny. Golf Dog just said Trump is playing with the left because, you know, uh, but I don't think he is. I think what Trump did is just punted this back to Congress. He goes, hey, look, you want to have the 21-year-old conversation? Okay, fine. I'll support it. Have the 21-year-old conversation. Have a conversation. But he also said strip the concealed carry. Right. But if it is it going to be a standalone? Yeah, it sounds like it. And if, if he's pushing for it to just be a standalone bill... I Whatever. I don't care. I, I'd actually rather that because when it comes time to run, you can now specifically who voted for and against guns. 
it's actually would be a, I'd prefer it to be stripped instead. Yeah. Of st- yeah, 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 I'm not I don't mind that he said that he says strip it. Now let's talk about what I do agree with with the president about the mil- on this. Mental illness. Uh I was actually not going to go there yet. I was actually going to go with the uh the arming of teachers. Yes. Okay, let's Con- go for concealed, it. Concealed carry of teachers. Um look, I, I would even be okay with um if uh if teachers do go through training uh, to have to have a firearm, I would be okay with uh, a, a hazard pay or a stipend. Uh, I, I really would. So um, you and, do exactly what you did for the airline, in, in, including including a tax break. Uh, hey, you get to write off one handgun a year. Um, you get to write off one 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 defensive defensive weapon system off a year. Uh, you get a stipend of well, I don't know hundred hundred bucks a month. Hundred bucks a month. You know what? You pocket the rest, save up for three four months, and you can pay pay for a handgun cash right. Well. Um, and, and but like I said, I I think you go with the same way that you go with the de- uh, decent decent uh, Springfield XD or a, a, a Smith. Not, not I'm a Smith and Wesson fan, but a Smith M and P or something. Four hundred fifty bucks, right? You you could you could do that. I'm I'm good with paying teachers yeah, a stipend Glock for that. RG three is a beautiful. One. I think I think teachers that get that would that are armed should be paid more because those are the ones that. Uh, are gonna have to no balls no babies right so right. those those are the ones that are gonna have to go and fight. Well, and, and so I think you just adopt almost the federal uh, uh, flight deck officer program, where it's like, hey, yeah, if you're a state certified teacher and to be a teacher, you have to be state certified in almost every state now. You have to be state certified as a teacher, and you have to go through the educational firearms program that's offered by. State government. I think the federal government should argue it, should, should offer it. Here's why. Well, well, Second Depart- Amendment is a federal issue. Well, and right now the Department of Education falls under the federal government, whether it should yep. or it shouldn't, it currently yep. does. I think the, I think yeah, the I'm federal, okay with that. I think the federal Department of Ed, I think, look, if Congress passed a law that the federal Department of Education can issue United States Department of Education concealed weapon permits that shall be valid in every state. I love this. And every card holder California's running in circles right now. And every card holder <gasps> is, is every card holder is exempt from any yes. state law yep. prohibiting testing. prohibiting the firearm from being carried on school grounds. I would support and that's the way to do it. it the second could you imagine California? Uh, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, there's no guns allowed on uh, school thousand grounds. Feet, thousand, thousand yards. yards. Uh, hey, actually, we got a federal law that says we can, and here's my permit, and fuck you. I'd become a teacher just to fuck with California. Oh, I'd become a teacher, uh, yes. <laughs> In a heartbeat. Yeah. In a fucking heartbeat. And I'd go teach at, at Berkeley. <laughs> I'd go teach where that bitch of Vet Falarka fucking teaches. Uh, hi, Davis Joint Unified School District. I'm your next gym teacher. <laughs> Run, you little fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I agree wholeheartedly. It becomes a federal issue. It, it is a federal issue. After 9-11, we did the Federal Flight Deck Officer Program, which yeah. permitted the arming of uh, uh, pilots who were certified and hired. Um, we need to get this idea out to Congress. Well, and I saw a tweet today that says, Look, I'm a science teacher. Last week, I lit myself on fire with a Bunsen burner. I jumped off the desk to prove gravity and knocked myself unconscious. Do you want to give me a gun? No. You don't have to have a gun. Right. You just proved why you shouldn't have a gun. Great. Then you don't have one. Yeah, it's called personal choice. Right. If you want, if you, you're a teacher, you're not a cop. If you don't want to carry a gun and you don't want to be in that position to where you have to go confront somebody who's doing violence to your students... 
then don't. Help your students secure in place, hide under a desk, do whatever it is you want to do. You're a teacher. That expectation is not on you. But if you do decide you want to carry a gun or say there's a teacher who's a vet or maybe has some kind of or just or just is is wants to take that action to protect the students. God bless you. Here you go. Right. If you're so fucking retarded, you're jumping off a counter to fucking prove gravity and you knock yourself out. Yeah, I don't want you having a gun protecting the students. Yeah, it's plain. right. I also don't want you driving to work or teaching students anymore. Right. <laughs> if the students don't know what gravity is, and you have to jump off a desk. Yeah, I mean, so, maybe you're a maybe you're a sped teacher, special ed. BZ says you think California would be would go with rabid pants shitting hysteria. You think San Francisco is bad now? Oh no, it would be out of control. Well, San Francisco obviously has a pants shedding uh, problem based on the article we talked about last week. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, golf in the chat room, golf dog saying he'd rather arm t- uh, guards than teachers because teachers are more likely to be overpowered by students. Uh, guards would be too. Look, uh, guards are too. Look, yeah, yeah. It, it's changed. And he said, well, when I was a kid, we, we had an armed guard at our school. I never would have thought about it. Well, when you were a kid, you were also taught not to. Right. It, it was a lot different of a mentality. Yeah, uh, and, and that's changed. These kids and, are not the and, same. And here's the thing: these kids aren't shouldn't know who's they armed and who's cops. not. They overpower cops. Kids should not know who is and who is not armed, and that should be part of, but, written of part of the school policy. But they run and overpower, try to overpower cops. These yeah, days. no, of course they yeah, do. It's everybody. of course they do. But I'm talking about a, 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 He's talking about overpowering a teacher. Those students should never know who's armed. Right. It, that should never be an issue, and policy should address that. And if the students do know who's armed and they get overpowered, I, I mean, you can overpower anybody. Right. That's the, that's the liberal gulf. I, I love you, Matt, brother, but you're kind of disappointing me tonight a little bit. You're, you, this is <laughs> That's like the liberal argument of, well, somebody shouldn't have a gun because it could be overpowered and taken away. Right. Well, if you're that big of a fucking bitch, then maybe you shouldn't have a gun. Well, right. What if that cop goes into the school and the gun's overpowered and taken away, and now everyone gets shot with a cop's gun? That's horrible. Why? So let's just disarm cops. Because cops could 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 get one away, yeah. And BZ says when I was in high school, everyone had to pick up with gun racks. Yeah, yeah, it's changed. Even when I was in high school, when I, I was in high school, we had I had guys with gun racks in the back of the truck. Right. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a big deal. I, I, I don't think they had their guns in there, but everybody knew that they were going shooting afterwards. Everybody, I mean, it, it really was I went not to high a big school deal. With kids that used to hunt before school and their rifles were in the car, and nobody said boo about it because they're hunters. I can yeah. remember, and even though I went to school in the city, we had uh, it was a regional school, so there was some outer uh, uh, towns that were out of the way. But uh, I can remember people showing up with the animals in the back of the truck because they hunted that morning. They got to school. They called Dad, said, hey, you got to come get this. i got to go to class. Dad would come out and take the animal and go. Skin it, do whatever you need to do. Uh, it, society's changed. Right, wrong, and different. There's a reason wrong. why... There's a reason why... I thought it was multiple choice. No. There's oh. a reason why uh, uh, pilots have guns now, because after 9-11, society changed. We're now having this quote-unquote systemic issue with f- school violence. F- society needs to change, but it doesn't need to change the opposite way away from laws that are in place. We have these freedoms that are given to us, and we have these ability to use them. It, it, it absolutely should be considered... Versus this whole unbelievable feeding into this leftist ideology about gun control. Folks, you look at any country in the world that's had gun control. You look at the violence. You look at the numbers. 
Somebody said, oh, you know, uh, Australia, mass shootings are down. Yeah, but stabbing murders are up through the roof. People are going to murder and kill when they're going to murder. Murder, death, kill. Yeah. We had a murder, death, kill, John Spartan. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Right? Oh, look at Paris, France. Nice. Hey, amazing you, gun uh, gun control in Paris, France. Remember Nice? Yeah. You know what's or, funny? Or the Bataclan shooting. Sorry, Bataclan. You, you know what's funny? Demolition Man is a super conservative movie. Yes. Well, Stallone's conservative. Stallone's conservative, but I don't know about Sandra Bullock or Wesley Snipes. Yeah, but I think they would just I think James to... Earl Jones is also... He's a conservative. conservative. And so is... Shocked me. Denzel Washington. Very much so. Has conservative views. Pretty conservative That shocked views. me because he does a lot of movies where race is involved. Yeah, but he doesn't. Uh, Lippin's uh, on Ostallions. Yeah. Damn. And they're not white at birth. They're black. <laughs> Name the movie. Uh, it wasn't Remember the Titans. Um, Who in chat room can come up with that movie? I'll give you the other. Uh, I'll give you the other character who's sitting there talking with him about it. Gene Hackman. Oh! 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 <laughs> it, no, it, it's 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 the Grisham film, right? Uh, the Grisham book. Uh, I don't know if it's Pelican a Grisham Brief. book. No. Because he was in Pelican Brief. He was. So it's um. Gene Hackman. Yeah. They're sitting there. Oh. Uh. Very end of the scene. You were right. About the stallions, I mean. Mm. They are black. Move on. Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. Sean. I know. I know. I know. Sean. I know. Uh. I am so disappointed in you, and nobody in chat got that either? Yeah, I know. BZ got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, golf. It's not as simple as you say. Kids today are more violent. Little Miss Librarian does not intimidate them. Then she doesn't carry a gun, plain and simple. Yeah. If she's not proficient with it, you don't carry a gun. Just like I don't yeah. think anybody should carry a gun if they're not proficient with it. Right. You know, I've always said the little old lady who gets a gun because it makes her feel better should not have the gun. The little old lady that wants to put holes in bad guys? She can. She can have a gun because it's her Second Amendment to carry a gun. No, I, what I'm saying is she shouldn't go and get it as yeah. a personal choice. Yeah, probably not, but, but the, that's her choice, but right? But the little old lady who wants to get a gun because she wants to put holes in any bad guy that's right. made, and she's not afraid to? Right. And, and golf. There are exceptions to every rule. Right. You, you can't make a blanket statement, we're not going to arm teachers because one teacher may one day be right. overpowered by an asshole kid. Right. Cops get overpowered by kids. Kids are big and strong, and shit happens. That means we shouldn't arm cops because one may one day be disarmed. I, guess what? Cops have been disarmed and killed with their own weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, firefighters have been dehosed, I think. I don't know. Killed by like, fire. Killed by, uh, killed by fire. Right. Or cats in trees. Mm-hmm. Um, Pilots it, have been shot pi- down. Pi- yes. It's, you, you, can't, you can't say well, we're not going to arm any of them and protect a majority of students. But we have to do way. something. And there's no way anybody can tell me that having somebody in that school with a gun, particularly somebody who is unknown. Here's the problem with having a guard or even a school resource officer um, as, the, as the only means of protection. What happens when they call out sick? Not only that, we know these are planned events. Mm-hmm. Gonna take Who's the first. first fucking person that's going to yeah. be targeted? Right. Probably that guard. Right. 
um, or they're going to watch uh, it, when when the when like what, San, uh, when the school resource officer is away or right. whatever it, it is. So that's and that's the other thing most people don't realize about school resource officers and everything. You have these large, New York City. If you signed a cop to every New York City school, by the way, most of them are so huge that you'd need three or four to legitimately make any sort of safe mm-hmm. coverage. But you're looking at what 118 to uh, no 155 schools or whatever it is in the city of New York alone. Do the math. Now, am I to say that there? Sh- am I saying there shouldn't be an armed guard on top of the teachers? No, absolutely. Uh, sure, why not? And knowing the way cops are, they'd probably be on top of the teachers every chance they got. <laughs> but uh, bullshit, 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 bullshit. But what I'm saying is, is am I wrong? No. Okay. What, what What I'm saying is, is you want to put an armed uh, uh, look. I am all for the... The more the merrier. Uh, yeah. I'm all for the idea of having, and not even necessarily the Sheriff's Department or the Police Department sending a, a school resource. I'm all for a totally separate set of training for a school resource sure, officer. Sure, absolutely. That they're, they're law enforcement officers, but they're not street cops. They deal specifically in schools. You know what? Give school districts, like their they do with law- junior college, give school districts their own law enforcement. Absolutely. New York Metropolitan School District Police. Right. Perfect. And, and I'll tell you right now, the city of Boston has a school police that is great in theory, but they don't allow them to do anything. Horrible no. idea. Horrible idea. Uh, but you have Twin Rivers Police Department in Sacramento that actually has a law enforcement agency. Mm-hmm. And up until people got mad that they were doing police work, they used to actually be very, very active. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year they got mad that they were stopping cars and doing police work, and then they've stopped doing everything because they don't want people to be mad. But I was impressed when I first learned about them and how much they did, and they actually did a lot of work. They were a fully functioning police department, but they focused on just schools and anything around the schools. Um, now, I will, I will say this. Um, here is my concern with arming teachers, mm-hmm. right? Because I have to be, I have to be, I mean, I think this issue has to be thought out on all sides. The problem with arming teachers, and, and there is a way to address it, the problem with arming teachers is this. How does responding law enforcement differentiate between an armed teacher and a suspect, particularly when the armed teacher is not in any kind of uniform or having identification? There are ways to do that. They actually sell sashes that look like pagers that are very, very easy to employ. That one pulls over their head as I punch the microphone. That's what the sound was. As I demonstrate pulling one thing over my head. As it pull it over their head and it's bright color that says security or police or Teacher. EMS or whatever. Right. Or armed, whatever you want it to say. Mm-hmm. And it's actually very, very good for target identification. It's not as ideal as a uniform, but there are ways around that. You also have to be smart in terms of writing policy about when that thing comes out, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't want a teacher running around after the threat's been been stopped with a gun out. Right. So, hey, maybe that thing needs to be put back away, and you pull it out again if you have to readdress a threat as a teacher. And then when that threat's done, you put it away. Um, so those, that, but that's all part of training. Look, cops carry guns off duty. Hey, there are concealed weapon permit holders. Those people all have to have training and understand how you employ that thing in situations to avoid friendly fire. I'll go a step further. Yeah. And you're going to give them a permit and the ability to carry a gun. Give them a badge they can carry while they're on school grounds that they can pull out of their shirt. Yeah, but, but, but even so like that badge, 
um, with the studies that have been done, you can't see that badge under stress. Everybody focuses no, on the weapons. I, I so you have to have that. something but you bright have, that comes out, right? a really good point. You have cities like New York and all the other ones where they do it all day long. There, there's a thousands of uniform, uh, ununiformed police officers walking around. They differentiate. They know. You know going to school, uh, school district, hey, if you see an adult. So you got to look at the research. you got to look at the research that's done on no, plainclothes police officers. Hang on. I understand. Hang on no, a second. On plainclothes police officers, there's a huge study that was done. I, and that plainclothes cop, even when cops knew there was plainclothes, clothes on seat got shot I, every I single time so there are other strategies and those strategies are what has to be trained but what i'm saying is is uh, i think all of that is a point that can be easily overcome 100 percent agree with right you. that's my point yes is you have major departments that do it all the time yes and uh, then you can do a school and the other thing too is usually usually the adults at the schools are not the threat. So that makes it usually, and I say usually because not all the time, but right. usually most people know when you go into a school shooting that it's probably a, a sub-25-year-old mm-hmm. running around. But you also may want to look at the guy who's actively killing kids as you walk in. That may be your suspect. And even if, maybe. 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 I'm just saying, and I'm not, I, I'm not a cop. Right. But I'm just saying maybe. Right. Maybe. Yeah. It, that would seem logical to me. So, anyhow. We're up against a break. <laughs> we are up against a break. We come back. We're going to get into... Uh, mental health. Uh, yeah, mental health. Jeez. I don't even think we're going to get to our I final know. topic tonight. Mental health. All right, here we go. Sackheads Radio Show. We'll be right back. I'm Dave. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Good evening. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is featured on the SHR Media Network every Tuesday and Thursday night for two hours at 11 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Pacific. Whilst manufacturers are running out of metal for the diapers of the leftists, BZ continues to radically change the world of leftists, one diaper at a time. Stop balancing your checkbooks. Stop cleaning your fish tanks. The bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show is your magnet for truth, justice, obesity, a darkened studio, and late-night freedom. No United States of America freedoms were abridged in the making of this ad. Human by race, Christian by faith, American by nationality, and conservative by choice. Reverend Ralph J. Chittam Sr. is the right guy on SHR Media from 8.05 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. And if on the rare occasion I am ever wrong, I will still always be right. The right guy on SHR Media. In a world controlled by corrupt politicians, a team of ordinary men emerge from the ashes to give voice to the voiceless, hope to the hopeless, clues to the clueless. Sackheads Sean, Sackheads Clint, and Sackheads BZ. The Sackheads Radio Show, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern on SHRmedia.com. Watch on YouTube, Facebook, and the High Plains Pundit Network. The best in late-night conservative talk. The Sackheads Radio Show. Only on the SHR Media Network. Go ahead, I'll say it again. Some of the best A-roll is going to be people. Like, like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Just, like, the last question. Yeah, I'm a freaking artist. I can't just come up with this shit off the top of my head. Are you freaking kidding me right now? Good point. Exactly right. Oh, God. Hey, this is Michael Wright. And I'm Shannon Wright. Join us for The Right Way with Shannon and Mike, Monday through Thursday, 
from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on SHR Media. Why are they joining us? For fun things like sports, politics. Oh, maybe some news and entertainment? And all kinds of other things. Money and recipes and events, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so join us Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. here on SHRmedia.com. When dirty politicians, shadow governments, and deceptive Islam blind the world with fake stream media smoke, their only fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through shrmedia.com, highplainstalkradio.com, and the Western Free Radio Network at Spreaker, YouTube, and iTunes for a different perspective weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. This is Sam on SHR Media. You can listen to my new show starting on Tuesdays in January. Get my perspective on national politics, a conservative's perspective on California politics, the latest in war on terror, all of that and a lot more here on Tuesdays at SHR Media. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Sam underscore SHR Media. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch River Common Sense Show hosted by Jersey Joe right here on shrmedia.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Hey, this is Sackhead Clint, and I'm um, with Sackhead Sean, Sackhead BZ. No communists allowed on the SHR Media Network. Damn straight, mister. Back to the show. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the uh, SHR Media Network. And welcome back to the Sackheads Radio I, I do show. want to make a quick comment. Yes. Um, there are no communists allowed. There so if none. you're a communist, get out. Um, you, need to, you need to stop GTFO, listening. GTFO, get yeah. the fuck out right now. Yeah, this is not for you. Uh, you do not have consent <laughs> to listen uh, to, this, to this show. Oh, God. So before we go on break, we were talking about the Parkland school shooting and just all the fallout. We got into the Second Amendment pretty heavily. Yeah. Um, And then arming the teachers and and, uh, police departments and and guards. Look, I I think that every school. Jesus Rice. (laughs) Every school should have it. Uh, And look, I can remember being 16 years old, 17 years old. I was down in Jackson, Mississippi for an event. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was being held at a, a high school, I can, a middle school. It was actually called the Blackburn Middle School, and I remember that for some strange reason. Can you reason. say that, Blackburn? That was the name of it. That okay. was the name of it. I had a couple of – we were from Boston, I remember. I have a couple of friends who were black who were like, yeah, I don't know if I want to stay at this school in Mississippi. It seems a little weird. Just <laughs> and saying. it's called Blackburn. Burn. Like, uh, this yeah, is no. not good. My friend Kelvin, I think – I think it was Kelvin who was specific about that. He's like, I don't like any part of this, really. But um, Smart kid. Yeah. But while we're uh, – uh, while we were there, uh, a group of the local kids showed up and started to try to cause a problem, and we didn't even know that there was a cop with a shotgun that was hiding in like a little resource room for the entire time that we were there. 24-7, 365, we were there for like five days straight. We never knew he was there. And he was... Because the, the kids from Boston were going to cause a ruckus? Or probably what? what they were afraid of, but it was the locals that showed up and did. And, uh, you know, the kids and the, the teachers in the school grounds radioed him, said, hey, we have a problem. And he came out with shotgun in hand, tells you what kind of neighborhood it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of us ever knew he was there before that. We'd been there three or four days. So uh, what's wrong with that idea? Nothing. Nobody even knows that they're there. 
So it's it's even harder for the uh, uh, shooter to do some sort of kind of surveillance if they're not sure if somebody's there or not. I'm gonna blow the liberals' mind right now. I'm gonna fuck, I'm gonna blow their mind. Ready? Good. They obviously don't like law enforcement having the military uh, surplus armor vehicles. What about schools? Hear me out on this. <laughs> oh God. We have emergency evacuation vehicles, EVVs or EVs as we call them. We can fucking paint them purple and put big daisies on the side of them. And we name it Eve, Emergency Evacuation Vehicle. Eve. <laughs> and we park that fucking thing right in front of the school. We can put the school's name on it. Yeah. <laughs> and in an emergency, look, V-shaped hull in case there's IEDs, like all kinds of shit, yeah. right? Load it up, kids. In an emergency, yeah. everybody jumps on Eve. Oh, you just jump. Oh, you just change all the school buses to Eves. Right? Yes. Armor up a whole shitload of school buses. No, no, no. Don't armor them up. Sorry. But you have Eve. <laughs> right. Right? Eve. Eve. Emergency evacuation vehicles. I like it. Uh, you can even call it emergency vehicles for everyone. EVE. Eve. Right? <laughs> Dude. That's the name of the program. <laughs> emergency vehicles for everyone. Evacuation e- e- vehicles for everyone. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that'd be beautiful. Look, that'd be beautiful, beautiful vehicles. E- we can paint them purple. Put unicorns on them. Listen, we won't even get them from China. Yeah. You can play It's a Small World Inside over and over again. Yeah. Happy, fun music. Park, right, get two. Park one at each end of the school. Ooh, how about this? Yeah. As soon as somebody gets on, they get handed a trophy. Yes. Welcome to Eve. Welcome to Eve. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Yes. Thank you. You're a survivor. You get a survival trophy. <laughs> but this is a, a drill. Uh, Would the left just lose their shit? Yes. Okay, think about it. How? Why is that a bad idea? It's actually not. It's not a bad idea. It's actually not a bad idea. That's a whole, why, what, you want to have armored vehicles to evacuate children in an emergency when they're under fire? Yes. Yes. The nerve of you. The nerve of me for what? For wanting our children in safe defensive armor. Okay. Hey, I've said this time and again, and we have the, look, we're talking about school safety for a little bit. You you have the um, airplane shoots that come out second third story buildings. Let's get a fucking super shoot, right? So when that shooting starts, yeah, yeah, it, it, we call it the shooter shoot, the shooter shoot, the shoot shoot. Down we do, and everyone's hauling ass for the field. Everyone's hauling ass for the trees, for the cars, whatever. You get the hell out. Shooters inside. By the time he realizes everyone's outside, you're gonna have time and distance. Yeah, you know that's actually that, a brilliant freaking idea. Thank you. Yeah, Shit. I'll actually, I like patent that pending. one. Patent pending. 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 Date and time. Date and time. Date and time. Patent pending. Write down. Write down. Write down. 228. BZ. BZ, you're a scribe for the night. BZ, log this shit. Patent oh, pending. I don't even have a pen. I have a receipt. Same with, here. And a crayon. I have a receipt and a crayon. Here, Sean. Watch out. It's going to hit you in the head. I got it. I have a receipt and a crayon. I now have a pen. I have a pen. Mark it down. And a phone. The shoot, shoot. The shoot, shoot. S h o t c h u t e. Oh yeah. And 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 ten thirty three program uh, for schools. I like that ten thirty three. Program for schools. Yeah, armored vehicle program for schools. Eve. 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 All right, let's talk about crazy people. Dude, we've been talking about liberals all night. No, 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 like the, the asylum thing. Oh, yeah, no, I like that. So, uh, hey, look. 
this from Politico. Uh, Rebecca Marin wrote this for Politico. Tr uh, Trump calls for reviving mental institutions. Long and short is he's reaching out to governors as far as part of this, hey, mental illness, Douglas High School uh, uh, incident. We need to start looking at mental illness again. I agree with him on this. Yes. We agree we have talked. We have talked about this. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Which is how we know Donald Trump listens to the show. Yes, thank you. Because I haven't heard anybody else dare come out with the ball to say, <laughs> hey, we need to bring back institutions. We have. <laughs> we have. And we have the ball and balls to say it. Yes, we do. Because crazy people and BZ and I were talking about this the week you were off, and you and I were talking about this last week. You and I, you and I have been talking about this years ago. Years ago, four years years ago. ago on this show, four, three, four years ago, we said, "Hey, no, dude, when no, this show first started, yeah, it was one of we our were in the, si the silo or the yeah, we were or the, in the silo, yeah, we were in my old work office, yes." <laughs> and, and, but we said, "Hey, look." Crazy people should not be trusted to self-medicate. If that self-medication fails, it causes them to be violent and or do violent things. Yes. Not only that, but you look at look at the um, look at the transient population, even in in Sacramento. Right. How many of them are legitimately fucking crazy? Yes. And they're just on the street. I would argue that they are not able to care for themselves at all because they're living on the street. I agree. Therefore they're a danger to themselves. Mm -hmm. Therefore they should be held. Yes. For their own protection. Yes. Right? If you're a little off and you're able to take care of yourself and live and survive in society, that's great. But if you're homeless because you're fucking crazy, you obviously can't take care of yourself. Look, and I know there's a lot of people who said, oh, you know, they, they were abused in the city. Okay, yeah, we can change the standards. We can change. State hospitals, are st look, Massachusetts still has state hospitals. People don't want to talk about it, but they California exist. has a state hospital. Yeah, Napa Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and there's other states that still have state hospitals. They need to be expanded. They need to be utilized more. Look, California was a, a prime example. The Department of Corrections used to have run mental state hospitals. If, if anybody ever saw Terminator 2, that's where she was. She was in a mental health state hospital that was run by the Department of Corrections, but it was for the mentally ill. Mm -hmm. The only reason the Department of Corrections are, are dealt with it is because... They were convicted of crimes, right? Yeah. And sentenced there instead. So they were criminally insane. Mm -hmm. um, but even the ones who aren't criminally insane, the state runs it under the same idea because... Eh, well, you know, it's kind of. You may not like the idea that it's prison, but in a way, it is. A, it's a less prisony prison. It's more white and pleasant. But the simple fact of the matter is, folks, crazy people like this asshole shooter in Florida, who everybody knew should have been under some sort of psychiatric care. Was he really fucking crazy though? Because he wanted to live. Well, so crazy as a fox, maybe. Maybe right. he was acting out. Maybe he was going for the fame of fortune. Right. He did not go out like many other active shooters. Look, no, Pulse, he did not. Pulse nightclub, same state, year and a half earlier, 40 people dead, died. Hail of gunfire. Yeah, um, a, a lot. Self-inflicted gunshot. Gunshot. Yep. Go out in a hail of fire. Right. This guy tried to escape. San Bernardino. Look at those guys. Chasing to the end. Yep. It was a fight to the end. Dead terrorists on U.S. soil. Yep. It's not the first time it's happened. Nope. Boston. Yep. It's happened a few times. Yep. Um, so... You know, what's the problem with state institutions? Oh, they make people feel like you. Well, now you're having a liberal conversation. Same ones I use for guns, right? We've talked about this time and again. You have people out there who 
are violent or not, whether they take their medication is the deciding and mitigating factor. Should they be allowed to make that decision daily? And I'm not talking about someone who gets a little depressed or has a bad day or is seeking regular counsel and, and, and they can be trusted because they weren't violent towards anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some other issues. And I'm not even saying the schizophrenic who talks to themselves as they walk down the streets a violent person. I'm talking when you're talking about self-inflicted wounds and wounds and uh, violence against others. Those are the ones that you need to realize are possible and, and you need to deal with. And you can't put them in these group houses where you have one person and 22 of them and that one person monitoring is responsible for all of them taking their cuckoo medication. Yep. It just doesn't happen. Look, folks, I'm going to put this plain and simple. Anyone ever been... Uh, I don't know, forget to take your vitamin. Yeah, it's it's not life or death, but when you do it every day for five years straight, and then all of a sudden you miss one. Well, the same thing happens, except these are the pills that keep these people right and centered and balanced and, and from not hurting themselves or not hurting somebody else. Yeah, maybe they need to be somewhere that they're living that has enhanced treatment and or protection for themselves. And yeah, I know that we can start talking about what the definition of insane and not insane is and how you can move that goalpost. But that's why I'm saying very specifically, danger to others, proven danger to others, or proven danger to yourself. Yeah, if you're talking to the birds and they're responding and there's no (laughs) BZ vitamins. Yeah, pal, I'm not talking about the little blue footballs. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if you're talking to the birds and your birds talk back to you and all you do is sit there and talk to birds all day and feed them breadcrumbs and go home and go to sleep, you don't necessarily need to be in an institution. Um, We all grew up with that crazy person in the neighborhood who was the crazy old cat lady or something like that. She doesn't need to be in an institution. But the transient walking down the street with half a machete sticking out of them, you may want to think about it. Yes. Or the criminally insane, you may want to think about it. And... The money goes and comes from a separate place, so now prisons will be alleviated of all of the ones that they're dealing with with because they are dealing with the criminally insane, but they're in mass population prisons. Danger to yourself, danger to your other, gravely disabled. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly, 5150 WNI, I I agree. That's the easiest and most simplest way. And, you know, that doesn't mean that these places have to be the terrors of the 1930s and 40s. No, and look, we don't want them to be. At all. You know, at all. The, look, these people should be, they have a mental illness. They should be treated with dignity and respect. Mm-hmm. They should be given the help that they need because, it, look, if they, if they have family, family members should be dealing with this. This is a family issue. If family members, either they don't have family, they refuse to help or whatever it is, that's when the state may need to get involved for the safety of the public and look these facilities should be clean they should get quality care Mm -hmm. they there should be accountability and so forth and i understand it's very hard to do by a government-run institution hey contract with a private vendor make it a competitive process i'm okay with a private prison system okay uh but so so make them private if you want them poorly yeah Hey, look, if the, if if the private sector treats them poorly, then hey, you contract with another company, right? Make it a make it a make it a competitive process to where they actually have to perform. You hold people criminally responsible. Absolutely, absolutely. But there are processes, is I think what we're we're getting. Yes, there has to. to there has to be a process. And in I'm place. for it. You can't just say 
yeah, okay, this person is now. Look, I, I still believe they have all the constitutional rights and privileges. Just like you can't take somebody's Second Amendment right, uh, rights away without due process, I don't think you can take somebody's freedom away without due process, even if it is uh, for psychiatric reasons. I think there still has to be some form of, of due process. And if somebody demonstrates that they uh, continue to take uh, leave their medication uh, out and they, they continue to... Um, uh, to to live on the streets and those sorts of things, unable to function. Well, you know, maybe you you start rising history. from those, right? Proven history. So, uh, yeah, I think that is something that I'm glad that somebody other than us is finally talking about it. It's it's a big deal. I'm glad the president brought it up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're we're fifty fifty on him tonight. One good and one not so good in our opinion. No, actually, we had we had one not so good. And we had uh, good arming the teachers. Yeah, so too good. So we had good. With, yeah, so we're thirty three percent, thirty three point three three repeating yeah. percent. No, we're doing okay then. Yeah. Uh, really quick, immigration, ICE. Uh, California keeps saying we won't allow ICE to come in and do the an arrest. The mayor of Oakland. Wait, 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 wait! But I want to give everyone the overall story. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, California keeps saying that ICE will not be allowed to come in and make arrests, and they're going to stop it, and blah 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 uh-huh. blah blah. And ICE comes in and keeps making arrests, uh, by and large. Violent criminals, violent felons, 150 arrests in the Bay Area this past weekend. Mayor of Oakland, go, Clint. Mayor of Oakland gave a heads up to the entire city that ICE was going to come in and be conducting these raids. Yep. So... Um, hmm, let's see. I wonder if How come she's not being charged? Ah. 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 Why? Why is she not being charged? Nobody would convict her. Uh, federal court. Who said federal court out of San Francisco? You don't have to. You don't have to prosecute her there. You could. You could. Jury pool. You could easily argue a bias in the region and move her to a different court. Yeah, maybe. Mover, I don't know, somewhere down Texas, Texas, or something like that. I'm just saying, Midwest, somewhere, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I'm just saying, any one of those. um, And you know what? Her ass needs to go to jail because if one of those ICE agents got hurt as a result, it would have been on her head. Yes, and she would be civilly liable. And I don't care what anyone says, civilly, uh, they'd be able to crush her. Uh, Criminally, it's an issue too. Um, But yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something. Uh, God, that that's California for you. Look, folks. Uh, Diane Feinstein not liberal enough. <laughs> we need to start really talking about what we're going to do with the wonderful state of California, and when it comes to immigration, how we're going to go about it. Sanctuary cities. Let's cut some fucking funding. Let's yes. put some people in jails. Let's make, uh, folks, we have these laws for a reason. We can use them appropriately for a reason. And what that says to all the other ones is if you don't, and I don't even want to say get in line, but if you don't follow the law of the land, you will be held accountable, especially because you're an elected official. And it is absolutely your job. Look, I can tell you right now, there's a bunch of cops out there who make arrests for crimes that they don't necessarily agree with personally, mm-hmm. but professionally, it is not an immoral or illegal question, and they're bound by their duty to do it, but they do it because they understand that their job is more than that specific law, and they know that. The same thing happens with all of these uber politicians. The, the, the law is bigger than they are, and just because... It's not a civil disobedience. It's not a, 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 Matt, a Fred T. Matsu, uh, um, Korematsu type situation where he's being wrongly interned. 
Um, you, you're not looking at situations like that. These are people who are illegally in our country. I, 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 I can't explain this any more than I explained to my seven-year-old son. It is the equivalent of somebody living in your house without permission. I know in the state of California, that means you now have to take a nine-month process and eviction notice because somebody yes. broke in and they, they're living in your house. But the reality of the situation is- Isn't that fucking crazy? Just about anywhere else in the country, if your name's not on the fucking phone bill, you're out the door. Isn't that crazy? Yes. It's absolutely fucking insane to me. And I know people who've been saddled with that. And the reality of the situation is, it is the fucking law and they must follow it, and they must be enforced and held to the same standards. Look, leftists love laws that control everything. That's their whole deal. That's their skit. That's their thing. Yep. Except when it's the ones they disagree with, which shows you their true colors in life. So that if it meets an agenda, then they, it's okay for them to disavow and ignore it. But if it doesn't meet the agenda, then uh, it's fine. Did you see the DACA recipient? Uh, out of New York, who threatened to, quote, shoot all your bitches at a New York high school? No. Yes. Oh, I want to go to a New York high school now. Uh-huh. Um, so this, 20, this, this 21, 21-year-old criminal alien uh, allowed to stay under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, the DACA program, uh, was arrested last week in New York, uh, in, in Rochester, for making uh, threats against students at, at the high school. Abigail Hernandez. Abby. Was her name. Uh, charged for threats against East High School. Did they kill her? No. Oh, so it's still her name. Nope. Remanded to Monroe. Yep. Rem- uh, remanded to Monroe, Monroe County. Uh, County Jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a student at the school. Monroe. Uh, Monroe. Uh, yeah. I'm coming tomorrow morning, and I'm gonna shoot all y- uh, uh, all of you bitches. Okay. So my first question is: Does she a is she pregnant, B, need a sex change, or C, some sort of other government assistance that she tried to get herself put in jail? Don't know about the government assistance. Okay. Uh, looking at a picture, can't tell if it's a sex change. I'm just saying, people like to go to jail now to get all that stuff done because the government in some states will pay for it. Yeah, I don't know. Like in California, people actively get themselves, they commit felonies to go to state prison and then get the change done while they're in there because they're providing full elective health care. Well, what's wrong with that? I'm just saying, all we should have to do is keep you alive till we kick your ass back out again. Look, we're rich. We're rich as fuck. This we state's are. got money. We're rich we as fuck. We got all kinds of money. We got... <laughs> we got bills coming out the arse. No money. No, not, and, yeah, not bills. We pay all our bills. No, and our bills coming out the ass. Oh, yeah. You've seen Sacramento? They fucking run bills through there like a son of a bitch. Yeah, fuck. It is a free-for-all right yeah, now. Yeah, money. Money, 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 money. And we, we, have tons we got of- so much money. Our roads are pristine. We don't even need to raise taxes. But we, you know what? what we do? We have so much money. We're trying to force businesses out left and right. Oh yeah. <laughs> we oh make yeah. Too much. We yeah. make too much. So much money. And in the just- liberal bastion of making too much, there is a point where there's too much. So you want to get rid of some of it, right? So yeah, it's all about the redistribution. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if the federal government took that approach to the states for paying their fair share? God. <laughs> My God. Uh, California. So your median. Uh, hey, I've I've said time and again with federal highways and the money that states get for federal highways. If it doesn't go to a specific interstate that's part of the interstate program, if one dollar hits a county city, then the rest of the money should get returned. Oh yeah, have fun. Because what most people don't know is all that federal highway money that comes in goes to a bazillion different places other than that federal highway. 
And the only reason they get the money is for the interstate system, which is a federal system. Yeah, it's to it's to move the military rapidly yes. from one end of the country That's to why another. It's to yes, citizens are allowed to use it. Yep, but it, it it was designed for the military. Yep, which we can go back to whether or not the federal government can do federal highways. That's a weird question to have, huh? No, actually, they can. No, I know they could. Yeah, because the military defense of the country. Yeah. It's it's an interesting and weird proximity. Yeah, yeah. federal government. Could you imagine the federal government just come in, came in and said, "Hey, you know what? Um, we're going to patrol our own interstates, and we'll t- we'll take the money off the tickets." California. <laughs> no, state state doesn't get the money for tickets written on the freeways. I, I, Local I, jurisdictions do get it. I know, but even still, but that the money trickles down or trickles up. Yeah, there's still state the fees, right? Right. Oh no, that, yeah, it's not like the state's getting away. Free and clear. <laughs> Let's be honest about that. Uh, folks, that's <laughs> why do you think there's such thing as a fix a ticket? Because that's just more money. <laughs> that's not because they want it to go easy that's, on that's, drivers. That's the county's idea. You're right. They, it's not that they want to go easy on drivers. They know that's a solid 25 bucks they're going to be getting because it's easier than the full ticket. Oh, Sac County's 50. Is it 50? Oh, yeah. Oh, God bless them. Yeah, I just got one. <laughs> <laughs> we're up against the break. No, no we're, we're up against the, the end, end of the show. show. Son of a bitch. It's been two hours here on the Sackheads Radio Show live on the SHR Media Network. We'll be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11. Next Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's the Monster Truck Rally at the Atrium. Next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 on the East Coast. Hey, BZ is back, I believe, next week on Tuesday night. Took this week off. I think he's back next week. I'm sure he's yelling at me in chat right now. No, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. No, no, no. I was right. He did next week. God damn it. I did something right. Thank you what? Sure. <laughs> he is coming back next Breaking Tuesday. Breaking news. Sean's right on something. <laughs> next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you check out all the great shows here on the uh, SHR Media Network. We'll talk to you next Wednesday, folks. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Live on the SHR Media Network. Hail to the no, no, no. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. The best late night conservative talk show in America. Back is radio. And listen, there are no people better on the air to give you the best in conservative talk than Sackhead Sean and Sackhead Clint. Uh, and uh, we're working on immigration papers for a certain other guy who happens to work here, too. <laughs> for those who are tuning in around the world to the best and late-night conservative talk, Packheads Radio. Hark, 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 dude. Hark, 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 dude. Radio. Hark, 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 dude. Hark, 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 dude. Radio.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.